Welcome to Conversations About Food Over Food, presented by My Foodie Duty. So welcome to the first edition of Conversations About Food Over Food of 2021. Happy New Year! Yay! (laughs) So I'm having leftover black-eyed peas from New Year's Day with white rice. Um, Yummy. From Tabasco because I like it spicy. Tabasco. I am enjoying a little snack plate with cheese and grapes and pretzels and black truffle almonds, which is my new obsession, and craisins. And where did you get these black truffle almonds? Well, a girlfriend of mine who makes charcuterie boards and boxes called Oh My Board, she's amazing. Um, Look out for that episode coming soon. Mm -hmm. Um, She put some truffle almonds in a box that I had ordered from her, and I don't know where these have been all my life and why I haven't been eating them for the last 45 years. Um, So you can get them at some, you know, specialty markets. These are... um, I can't remember the name of the company, but I ordered it on Amazon. They're really good. Love. They sound good. Yeah. I like really truffles good. in general, like truffle oil, like, you know, like on fries. Oh, yeah. So truffle good. fries, truffle mac and cheese. Truffles oh, are good. Yeah. Umami. <laughs> I do like truffles. Truffle mac and cheese is good. Like um, truffle oil with like garlic inside of it. That's good. Okay. I would never say no to that. Yeah. I have truffle salt in my cupboard. Somebody um, had brought some popcorn to a party and it just looked like plain white popcorn. And I was like, what, why have you brought this to a party? This is a crazy snack to share with people, but it's white corn popped butter spray and truffle salt. Oh my God. (laughs) It's bananas. Delicious. Okay. First of all, Never say no to popcorn. I don't care if it's really popcorn. Well, no, you can. I, I, I don't like buttery popcorn. There's nothing wrong oh, with me. I I'm know. the opposite. I don't like cheese popcorn. I love cheese I love popcorn. Bu- I love butter popcorn. In fact, um, you know, the hubby turned me on to something called Chicago Blend, which is, if you haven't heard of it, Mm-mm. it's caramel popcorn mixed with cheddar popcorn. You ruined it. You just ruined it with the no, cheddar. No, it's delicious. It's like that sweet salty mix you know it's it's delicious and and me of all people eating caramel and cheese popcorn together in one bite does each bite contain both of those things oh, yes or do oh. they flavor them separately and then blend the two oh flavors together okay i know that's a weirdly specific question but no, i have no. to know <laughs> no so there are like put it this way it's like if you took a bag of caramel popcorn and a okay. bag of cheddar cheese popcorn and you and put it in it one together. bag yeah okay okay it's gotcha that. and Got it's it. delicious yeah that just, just doesn't sound good to me oh my gosh it's so good, <laughs> good. And also so, um i'd like to apologize in advance if you guys can hear me um <laughs> no it's, it's, it's conversations about food over food so we have to eat we've been breaking okay, the fair rules. enough we've been breaking the rules fair um but smart pop makes a good I guess, healthy-ish version of this Chicago blend popcorn. Oh, it's and like an actual thing. It's marketed. Chicago yes. blend. Yes. But they I just, wonder what's so Chicago about caramel and... I don't know. Geez. 
I don't know why it's called that, but smart pop doesn't call it that. They just call it like cheddar caramel. I don't know, but they had it on sale um, at Safeway for like a dollar 99 if you buy three. And so I've been buying it like crazy and just eating it. And, and I will in the sitting eat like the whole bag. And it's like a, like a regular bag of potato chip size. Right. I don't judge you one bit. And I just eat it in like a sitting and like, Frank will look at me and I'll be like, oh, did you want some? <laughs> you didn't want any of this, did you? <laughs> did you? Um, <laughs> it's so good. And then that, I, I can't ever remember the name of the company that makes the really nice like popcorn in the like triangular kind of bags and it's like mm-hmm. red and clear. What's, do you know the name of the company? Because I can't ever remember. I don't. Okay, well them. Fancy make, pop or something. <laughs> something like that. But they make like a really nice um, Chicago blend of that too. Do they call it yeah. Chicago blend? They do. Or Chicago oh. mix or whatever it is. Interesting. Um, and I don't know why it's called Chicago. And I I don't like caramel corn, but I like, um, what's the one I like? Kettle corn. Ooh, I love um, kettle corn. And only in the last, like, probably 10 or 15 years did I start liking it. And, like, the sweet and salty, I really like that now, whereas mm. I didn't like it before. But I like just lightly buttered, lightly salted popcorn. Yeah, same here. I'm not, I'm not a big, like I said, I'm not a big fan of butter. Um, I do, well, I guess back pre COVID days, I couldn't attend any kind of like street fair or, you know, concert or whatever, I guess, festival without getting two things. One was a snow cone and the other was kettle corn. Ooh, wait. And a corn dog and corn. (laughs) So (laughs) it's a long list of things you can't go without at one of these events. I'm just a fan of like street fair food. So am I. I, and I know I'm like way off subject because we're supposed to be talking about sheep pan meals, but we are, we'll get there. Don't worry. We'll get there. Yeah, we will. We will. Um, but I just, I, there's something about eating food while you're walking and like looking at things. I agree. That makes it all better. Like I'm a sucker for a corn dog. And freshly made like kettle corn, kettle corn at the, at the street fair is a lot different than like a bag of kettle corn from the supermarket. Still good, but just whole different level. Yeah. And I just can't bring myself to buy like the microwave kettle corn. I've never bought that either. I haven't tried it and I don't think I ever will. Those, the popcorn that comes out, I think it's around the holidays. We get it at the office around the holidays. It's in a tin and it comes divided the butter, the, the cheese popcorn and the caramel corn. I'm always just eating only the butter. So the other two are full and the butter's all gone. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like even at the movie theaters, well, again, before, (laughs) um, I'm always like no butter. I don't like butter. A little bit, but that butter isn't real butter. That's plastic. That's not food. I don't know, eat that butter at the like, movie theaters. Maybe y'all. maybe that's why it ruined it for me. Public service announcement. Do not eat the butter at the movie theaters. It's plastic. It's not food. It's gross. It's gross. I don't like it. So like even when I buy my microwave popcorn, I will get like the naturals. So it's just like sea salt or something. Yeah. Now, do you prefer white corn or yellow corn? I prefer white corn. Oh, I didn't know there was a popcorn difference. I don't know. I just what, get whatever yeah, you the naturals can buy are. Di- I bought, I bought um, one of those microwave little glass, like round things to mm. make popcorn in the microwave. And I got white um, kernels. Hmm. I have one of those, but I haven't used it yet. It takes a little practice. I've burnt it a couple of times, but on that thing, it's really cool. Cause it comes with a little vented lid on the top and you can put like a pad of butter. So it'll mm-hmm. like, li- I mean, you wouldn't care about this because although with real butter, you might like popcorn, mm-hmm, um, just like lightly buttered it. And then you swirl it around. 
with some truffle salt. I just made a snack. <laughs> I like how your face is like, <gasps> you could tell like, you had, like, yeah, you had like the greatest idea in the world. You're like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Stay tuned. I was like, I can't wait for like these videos to be actually up on YouTube. So that people can see like, you're just, you're just like stroke of genius. Like, oh my gosh. It's Gordon, we're having truffle popcorn later. <laughs> <laughs> He's super excited. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> So, anyway, yes, sheep pan dinners. Yes, sheep pan <laughs> meals, dinners, lunches, whatever. Do you uh, know that I had to explain to multiple people what a sheep pan dinner was? Like, I'm not surprised. I was a little surprised. Like, I had to explain to my mother, who raised a family in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. That's how old I am. Um, I had to explain to my mother what a sheep pan dinner was. Well. Okay. And then a girlfriend of mine, she loves roasting vegetables. It never occurred to her to put meat with it. I introduced her to a whole new world. Well, in defense of your mother, she came from a time where you don't dare take a shortcut in feeding your family. Really? Oh, yeah. Wasn't that the era of processed food and canned food? I mean, my mom didn't. I've never even had baby food. Like, my mom never fed us baby, uh, like, jarred or processed baby food. She just ground up whatever they were eating and that's what she gave us like we never had regular baby food but no but think about I, it i was like, just surprised like that was the era when it came out but that people didn't start like our generation started using it because we oh. were the ones that didn't have time but they grew up where like they saw their moms like making things from scratch and so they learned to make things from scratch but us were like oh psh, we don't have time for that like we gotta work we gotta do this okay that's so a good point we're the ones that started using it and we wanted all these like time savers that's why we're like, you know, when they started using microwaves, you know, they're like, oh, this is amazing. And that's kind of like their time saver. But like, okay, they would never dare not, you know, make a meal that took, you know, a couple hours. True. Because most of those moms were at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mom worked all my life, but most of those moms were at home. But she all the still time found, in the world to do. She still found time to, you know. Of course. Yeah. We have family dinner. Like that's something yeah. that people don't have these days. Exactly. We all sat down together. And it's so funny because now, like my favorite thing to have is soup and a sandwich. I had it for dinner last night. Soup and sandwich, soup and sandwich. And when I was little and I would ask my mom, what's for dinner? She's like, soup and sandwich. I'm like, ugh. Like it was so horrible. And now I'm like, it's my favorite thing to eat. And it's like, I will sustain myself on soup and sandwich these days. I just found it to be so funny. Like how we turn into our mothers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like I remember as a kid, like whenever my mom would say something like, oh, we're going to have like whatever over rice. And I'm just like, oh, and now like, I'm like, ooh, black eyed peas over rice sounds delicious. Or like, ooh, I just want beans and rice. And like growing up, I'd, I'd be like, oh, we must be poor. <laughs> we're eating beans over rice. And it's like, it's good though. It's like, it's like a comfort food and it's delicious. I can't like really eat a lot of beans and rice. It is packed with protein, but it's also very high in carbs, which is why mm, I can't yeah. eat a, like a plate of beans and rice, which I would love to do. A, I would say 98% of the like budget grocery haul. I watch budget grocery haul videos. Um, 98% of those have a beans and rice like component of them because it's just so, it's so much food for your money and it's like yeah. so nutrient dense, but unfortunately I can't do that. Can you do I would like love to brown rice? brown rice would be better but it's still 
I mean, it's a lot, but it is, there's a lot of protein and fiber. So, I mean, it'll balance out like the beans are better than the rice. Obviously I can, yeah. I could do a little portion, but I couldn't like sustain myself for a week on beans and rice Yeah, as but a budgetary I, measure. But I guess something like, um, there's something about when you eat the beans and the rice together that it's like super, super like high in protein or something. Oh, that I did not know. Yeah. I, I don't, um, I'll put that in the Google machine later. Yes. Okay. Oh, I love that you're writing it down. Ooh, that makes <laughs> me feel special. Like I, I have like, I have notes. It's all like actual work stuff. This is like my, my day job <laughs> stuff right here, but then this is our stuff over here. So pages and pages of random notes that I can yes. refer back to. So I, I noticed when you were prepping for the episode, you made a sheet pan dinner. And you did this weird thing. And and I consider it weird because I don't do that. But you built like these little foil walls like around your chicken. And then like your vegetables didn't have the chicken was in its own little. You barricaded it. I did. I barricaded it. I'll say like a foil fort around. It was a a chicken foil fort. Yes. Yes. Um, Why did you do that? I did it because I wanted to roast the veggies. Um, I had put some olive oil and salt and pepper on the veggies. And I seasoned the chicken differently. Um, and I didn't want the fat from the chicken to go into the vegetables. Um, which I guess looking back, <laughs> fat is flavor. And I feel like I need to a redo because I feel like you're asking me because you are going to ask me why I did that and um, mm-hmm. why I didn't let all the chicken juices flow into the vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess I, sh- I could have done that. Or I could have put the potatoes with the chicken. It's a lot right now. I don't know. I, I feel like I went in the wrong direction now, but. I'm just curious. There's no judgment when it comes to cooking. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just. Curious. Although they were boneless skinless. So I guess I didn't have to, but I didn't trim any extra fat off of them. Um, okay. So um, to sum that up, I don't know why I did that now. <laughs> Maybe something with skin should be the better time to do that. But I don't know. I just feel like it's not cooking long enough or high enough to like. We feel differently about skin, you and I, of the chicken. So um, I did it just so, yeah, so while that didn't get into the vegetables, I just wanted to roast the vegetables and not really steam them. And I guess I was concerned that liquid would go in there and kind of steam the the vegetables. Mm. Okay, that's valid. That was part of it, yeah. That's valid. Okay, that's my my final answer. Okay, that's that's my answer. I'll accept that. Okay, thanks. I'll accept that. I'm always worried when I do a sheet pan dinner um, that – and, and stems back to the uh, the bacon crisper incident um, <laughs> that, and for those of you that don't read the blog, um, I tried to make bacon on a crisper and it's like a spring form pan and uh, bacon grease. And I tested it before with water and water didn't drip out. But when I did it with the bacon, the bacon grease dripped out bacon grease was dripping in the oven. The smoke detector went off. The cats were going crazy. My husband was playing a video game. Uh, there was chaos. Things were happening. Um, that's the short version of the story because I've talked about this before. So because of that incident, I am always afraid that juice is going to drip down. That's a valid fear. It is. And, uh, so I'm always weary. So I tend to make my sheet pan dinners and I'm going to use air quotes, sheet pan dinners. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm used that I use like a 13 by nine baking dish instead. And so I'll make sheet pan dinners in there. So I'll put like, you know, the chicken in there and I'll put the vegetables around it or whatever I'm making. The only time I'll actually use a sheet pan is if I'm making like pork chops or 
ribs, something that I know that the juice isn't really going to come out. I think that the chicken that I use, I like it to be really juicy. So I'll tend to use like chicken thighs and I know how much juice comes out of there. Yeah. Or I'll use like a, um, uh, and I have you this, just have it all just mushy up there, up in there I together, do. just marinating in the pool together. All I of do. It? I do. Wow. I, I don't, that I don't surprises. care about the juice. I know. Um, but I, so think, you make Pyrex pan dinners, not really sheep pan dinners. I do. Pyrex I do. Dinners. And they are Pyrex. Yeah. I, no. Pyrex or anchor hawking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, Love I'll it. do that. But I also have these, uh, these pans that can go stovetop and oven. Ooh. So I'll use those as well. So sometimes I'll brown the chicken first and then I'll just like, you know, pop it in the oven. Um, so there are one pan dinners and, um, yeah. that's what I was going to pitch, uh, rather than calling it just a sheet pan episode, like a one pan, a one pan dinner meal. Love episode. It. Okay. Um, but my favorite, favorite thing to make on a sheet pan is nachos. So when I have leftover, I've never yeah, done that. when I have leftover chicken or turkey or, uh, even ground beef or something, I will get a big sheet pan. And I will take tortilla chips, just spread them because I'm, I'm feeding, you know, the two of us. And sometimes even this is too much for us, <laughs> but I will get a bunch of tortilla chips, lay them out on the sheet pan, and then I'll put the meat on top. And then I'll either put shredded cheese or even nacho cheese on top of it or both. And then I'll throw that into the oven. So anything that I want to be heated, I'll throw it into the oven mm-hmm. for, I don't know, like 10 minutes or however long it takes for the cheese to melt. Cause the, the chicken is already, or whatever meat I put on there is already cooked. It's just warming up. I'll put that in the oven. Then I'll pull that out and then put whatever, you know, cooler ingredients I want on it. So cilantro, uh, sour cream, guac, or just avocado, jalapenos, whatever. Um, then take that out and then we just eat off the sheet pan. I'll bring the sheet. I love pan. that. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's That's like, like $20 at a restaurant. Remember when we used to go to restaurants, yes. that would be like $20 at a restaurant. Right. And, it's and like they would serve it in a can or something called mm-hmm. garbage can nachos mm-hmm. and it would be 20 bucks and it would be mm-hmm. amazing and delicious. And it is delicious. I love that. I never thought of that as a, as a one pan dinner. Like, but that's true. That's like the epitome of a sheet pan dinner. Mm-hmm. Dinner. Love it. I do it when we watch movies. It's genius. Mm-hmm. It's perfect for sharing. But I live with somebody who doesn't share food with me. That's not true. He wants to share all my food. <laughs> <laughs> oh Yeah. We discovered recently that he likes, uh, well, he loves rotisserie chicken. He loves white meat turkey, it turns out. Um, but have do you know the little, it's called picnic, they're picnic potatoes, and it comes in a can, and they're like little tiny french fries. They're like little crisp potatoes. I have them in the cupboard. Do you want me to show you? <laughs> Please. Okay, hold on. <laughs> because, because I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so are okay. they like potato chips? Well, they're not chips. They're called picnic. picnic. Okay. And they're like little potatoes like little oh like, they almost taste like um pringles oh okay so they're crunchy they're crunchy and they're like they're i think they're supposed to look like little french fries like mm-hmm. it's like a basket of fries on the that's mm-hmm. exactly what they look like they're just little crisp potatoes gordon he likes them <laughs> now he doesn't <laughs> just talked it up come on man does he just like licking the salt off or no he takes them and he eats them because Logan likes looking the salt off the potato chips. Oh, okay, bye. He took it. <laughs> See, he wants to eat it in private. <laughs> He's like, I do not want to be on camera for this. This is not on my diet. Picnic potatoes. Otto, remember Otto Kitty? He mm-hmm. loved French fries and bread and ice cream. They're so weird. They're just weird. They're such weird little creatures. Oh, yeah. So, can I get some more? Hey, man. Hey, man. Can I get some more picnic potatoes? What's up? 
Okay, sorry, that was a total tangent. No, that's fine. I, I, that was, <laughs> I didn't know what they were, and I, I'm glad you showed me because now I know. They're really good. I got them to go. Um, I saw somebody putting potato chips on a sandwich. And, you know, yeah. I'm often into my I do egg, and, egg and tuna salad sandwiches. Um, so I got them to either eat with, I know. You don't do that. You don't, you don't put potato chips in egg salad, do you? Well, no, not normally, but I've been eating them like on the side, like with it. Um, but I would put, I mean, heck yeah. No, no. Yeah. yeah. There's certain sandwiches that it's acceptable to put potato chips in. And, oh, I see. An egg salad and, is not yeah. on that list. It's not on that list. What like, about tuna salad? No. No, no. Chips what if you mix salad. your tuna salad and your egg no, salad together? No, that is like completely unacceptable. We talked it's about so this. good. No, no. I'm telling you. Look. No, look it. Try it and then no. decide. Mm-mm. Okay, well, please don't make that sound again. <laughs> <laughs> that was me dying inside. No, see, you have like a bologna sandwich with like craft cheese, like craft singles, right? And you put Doritos in that sandwich, Okay. That Doritos are not potato chips. Uh, they're tortilla chips. I don't they're understand chips. how that's the same thing. It, it, it's chips. It's chips. Oh, okay. oh, I see. Okay, okay. Or in, in that sandwich, you can mm-hmm. put like Lay's potato chips, plain Lay's potato chips. That's also acceptable. Now. Or a ruffle. Or a ruffle. You could do a ruffle. Okay. I'm just saying it could be like a plain potato chip. But okay. like you don't go and put like barbecue chips or salt and vinegar or... Um, you know, sour cream and onion chips inside. Like, no, it's Doritos or plain. It's we do what we want. No, 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 no. Yeah. There are rules. No, I understand. I understand. And I know, but since you have, you know, shown that you're open to your food touching in certain Certain situations, not generally across the board, (laughs) in situations, I understand. It's on a case-by-case basis. Um, I feel that you like tuna salad, correct? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, you don't like tuna salad? Mm-mm. You do like egg salad. I know you like it. Okay, mm-hmm. well, then never mind. You wouldn't like my tuna egg salad thing. You don't eat tuna? I eat tuna one way. Oh, my God. If you say cooked, I'm just going to... What's your one way? No. Sushi. Tuna sushi. No, I eat that, too. Oh. I eat... So, okay. I eat tuna several ways. I eat tuna canned tuna. sushi. Okay. I, do, I do eat canned tuna, but I only eat canned tuna one way. And it is in a salad type of way. Mm-hmm. but it's like a, does this salad include miracle whip it does not okay Continue. it does it does include mayo it's fine um, but it's a it's like a mexican kind of uh um tuna salad so okay. you get <laughs> okay no no i know this one this one has corn in it right um it well it has veg all oh it's veg all yeah but uh so you get two cans of tuna Mayo, a can of veg all, lime, and wait, but veg all is carrots and it, it's veg all. Is there corn in there? What there all the veg? <laughs> yeah, it's got like green beans. Um, it's like mixed vegetables, so it's green beans, corn. Uh, there's lima beans in it. I think there's okay. Peas. I'm out. Um, mm-hmm. It's good. It's really good. Lima beans are. Mm-hmm. I I eat it. Okay, I eat it. Um, and then so you mix that all together, right? And then uh, with Valentina hot sauce, and then you eat it either with tostadas, but the best way to eat it is with um, Tostitos tortilla chips. The Tostitos that have like the the original Tostitos that have like the flavor on them, like a chili flavor. Um, That's the best way to eat. Like the Tostitos that you use for Tostilocos, that's the best way to eat them. But Hmm. I do have these new um, tostadas that have tapatio on them. 
So I'm going to try to eat that with those tostadas and see how that tastes. Hmm. That's interesting. What kind of tuna is that? Is that like a, is that like a, like I buy the albacore, the solid albacore in water. That's the kind of tuna I buy. Um, is that what you would use for something like that? That's what I use. I use whatever tuna I have. You could probably use canned chicken for that salad too. Canned chicken would probably be good. No, no, no. I make a chicken avocado salad that that I use that canned chicken for with, Mm. for whatever, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, in, (laughs) in, yeah, whatever. Um, um, that well, then I feel that you would be, cause that sounds gross. So my tuna way is even better. So I feel like you would like, I make the tuna salad separately. I used to make the tuna salad separately and the egg salad separately and then mix them. Cause I would mix them in the sandwich anyways, or mix them on my plate anyways. I think, um, but now I just, most, I just make it all in there together. I, I think the thing is, is I don't, I don't like tuna. I don't like the way it tastes. And this covers up the taste of the tuna. Yeah. Mine's more like it. It's egg salad. Mm-hmm. two hard-boiled eggs to one can of tuna <laughs> sometimes three i think i had to eat tuna so much as a kid that now i don't like it yeah well i don't like the way my mom makes tuna my mom uses like starkest tuna like the not even albacore like just the it's like canned cat food basically and yeah. she puts miracle whip in hers like I, I can't I do enjoy Miracle Whip I will say I like no you like don't Sarah I don't want to not be friends with you I just called you Sarah that's how I important know, this I, know is. I know you do not like Miracle Whip that's crazy to me okay my on what on what do you eat Miracle Whip my abuela would give right, me fine. Miracle Whip sandwiches you just pulled the abuela card on me I did um, <laughs> Miracle Whip sandwiches no not just Miracle Whip but like okay. you know Miracle Whip uh, instead of of uh Instead, instead of, mayo. of mayo yeah yeah and um and they're good i like mayo and i like miracle whip uh i think that miracle whip tastes better when it is uh like that cheap bologna that has like the red stripe that you have to pull off yeah like that's the best um miracle whip also tastes really good when it's ham because uh, it's sweeter like i like mm-hmm. and i think it's I, you know what i think honestly so when i was in school we learned that um, Pepsi markets more towards uh, Hispanics because it's sweeter than Coke, than Coca-Cola. And more delicious and wonderful. And Well, but wait. And they like, they like sweeter things. Hmm. And so if that is true, if what I learned is true, uh, Miracle Whip is sweeter. I am Latina. I like sweeter things. It is sweeter. I do Interesting. I like it on sandwiches. So I have actually in my household, I have mayo and Miracle Whip. Mm. And so whenever anybody comes and they're offered a sandwich, I say, would you like mayo or Miracle Whip? Do people often come over and are offered a sandwich? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've stayed in your home and I was not offered a sandwich. Uh, we were too busy eating we buffets were, we were, in Reno. Yeah, I was just like, we were busy eating out. Like <laughs> we had to take advantage of that, like seven ninety nine. Uh, Heck yeah, seven ninety nine barbecue uh, buffet. I've also I also love the um, the whole mayo um, mayo debate. Like which brand is best? And there's East Coast brands and West Coast mm-hmm. brands. Like Hellman's and Best Foods. Those I I thought Hellman's and Best Foods were the end all be all of mayo. Mm-hmm. Um, now this also doesn't include Japanese mayo, which I haven't tried, but Sam, the cooking guy who I love swears by his Japanese mayo. Um, but I've recently discovered the, um, world of Duke's mayonnaise. Have you had Duke's? 
I don't know where they sell it. Um, I ordered it on Amazon, um, but I saw a couple of the food vloggers that I watch were making recipes and they were like, you have to do it with Dukes. You can't do it with anything else. It's not the same. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna try this Dukes. It's like mayo on a whole different level. Like it's, it's delicious. It's thick. It's delicious. Have you tried Sir Kensington's mayo? I have not tried Sir Kensington's mayo. I did see your blog post on the, um, was it Chipotle? Mm-hmm. Was it the Chipotle, Chipotle chicken? Um, mm-hmm. And it looks good. I know they have other flavors as well. I mean, I enjoy they do, different flavors, they, but no, I have not tried it yet. They have like, I haven't tried it, but they have like real like mayo by itself. And I want to try it because he has, or I don't even know if it's a he, but I assume because he's a he's Sir a Kensington. Yeah. yeah. So um, they have. Do you think he's related to the Kensington sisters? I hope so. <laughs> Maybe he's our father. Um they have uh, a bunch of different seasonings and sauces. Uh, so I have currently in my fridge the chipotle mayo, sriracha mayo, which, oh, the sriracha mayo is so good. Um, I put that on sandwiches too. It's delicious. So they have that. Uh, did you buy that in a set or do you buy those all separately? I bought them separately. Oh. I don't think I've ever seen the plain one. I think I thought that. They only had, it was only flavors. Mm-mm. They have all kinds. Interesting. And uh, they, have, they have something, they have a lot of stuff for sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, like I think I've seen a Dijon, mm. a Dijonese or something, mm-hmm. um, which sounds delightful. I mean, Dijon mustard and mayo, that it's, sounds good. It's, it's really good. Uh, but I like to use mayo and this is, I've used Miracorp as well. Um, I'm just counting the ums in my head. <laughs> that Edit all of those out. <laughs> no, no, no. Note to like self, it. edit out the ums. It makes me real. It makes me real. It's true. It makes me real. So it's true. I'd say a lot of so's as well. Yes. Mayo and Miracle Whip, I will use to put on top of chicken before I put it in the oven, either on one of my 13 by 9 Pyrex meals or one of my um, sheet pan meals. And it keeps the chicken chicken so moist and so tender and juicy. And I do this, especially if I'm using chicken breast, because Mm -hmm. I'm always afraid until I got my meat thermometer. um, I was always afraid that I was going to undercook chicken. Oh, I overcook chicken breasts. Oh, get a meat thermometer. (laughs) They are the best. But then, does it stick on the outside of the oven or do you have to like open the oven and get into it and take it out and, um, take its temperature? Yeah. You take, so you cook it say for, because realistically you only need to cook a chicken. So if it's a chicken breast without a bone, the cooking time is about 45 minutes in the oven. At what temperature? (laughs) Uh, at I think 400. For 45 minutes, a chicken breast without a bone. 45 minutes at 400. Oh, with yes. mayo. Maybe that makes a difference. I've never tried it with the mayo. No, that's just the normal cooking time. You have I, just overcooked your chicken breast. No. <laughs> Wait, maybe that's with the bone. Hmm. That's got to be with a bone. Chicken breast, that's got to be with a bone. Maybe it's with a 400, bone. 400, that's, I'm, I'm confident that's with a bone. No, this is not skinless though. This is with skin. No, I understand. Maybe it's but with the, bone. the bone cooks longer, but chicken breast generally cooks for less time. That's so. with the bone then. It's with the yeah. bone then. The, yeah. the more times with the bone. And then like, yes. and then it's like 30. No. 20. Yes. No, that, then 30 without a bone. Okay. At 400. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. Okay. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. I don't want you to overcook um, your chicken breast. Yeah. 
Um, and so now when I'm taking the chicken out, I will really quickly take the temperature of the chicken at, you know, the fattest point, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, the thickest point, um, take the temperature and then put it back if it's not cooked yet, you know, for like another five, 10 minutes, because it has to be like 165 degrees. And now I know my meat temperatures too, because I've had the thermometer. And I think it was like 15 bucks on Amazon. It's a digital, uh, and it's amazing. I love it. But do you take it out a few degrees early? Cause carryover cooking, it will go up still a couple degrees when it comes out of the oven. I do sometimes with chicken. Um, I get afraid still. I mean, a, a few degrees. It won't, won't kill you. Yeah. If it's like one or two degrees, then yes, I will. Uh, if it's like, you know, eight to 10, I don't probably not. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but I do, I do enjoy the meat thermometer. I got the meat thermometer when I was making tomahawk steaks for Frank's birthday. And I didn't want to ruin them because I ordered them from New York. Yeah. And those aren't cheap. No, uh, gold belly. Oh my gosh. You should. Oh my gosh. Gold. Belly. Oh, oh. I'm well aware of gold belly. <laughs> oh, are you? Oh, okay. Good. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I found that when I was looking for a present for Frank and he is the hardest person in the world to shop for, uh, for any occasion, because whenever he wants something for himself, he buys it. I got that. And he, uh, again, he just buys whatever he wants, uh, not whatever he wants, but you know, if he wants something, he's just like, Ooh, and he buys it. And he's not going to wait for you to buy it for him for exactly, a holiday. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, what do you get the guy that has whatever he wants already? Oh, I know. I know. Tomahawk steaks from New York. Exactly. <laughs> uh, cause he, he's, he would talk about like, Oh, you know, I want to, um, I want to eat a big, he calls them like Fred Flintstone steaks. You know, I want to eat a Fred Flintstone, Fred Flintstone. Ah, I can't talk Fred Flintstone steak. Yeah. And so I don't even know where I found gold belly. I must've been like an Instagram ad or something like that. And so I got him, I ordered two steaks from uh, some butcher shop in New York. And then I ordered cheesecake from juniors cheesecakes in New York. Yes. And I was really nervous, you know, like, Oh my gosh, they better come on time. And they did. And so I, you know, the grill that I put together, I cooked them on the grill. I did the whole, you know, uh, reverse, or slow sear thing that they do. Uh, and I was with the meat thermometer, like very carefully not to pierce the meat too, you know, too much and checking the temperature and like doing all this thing. And it was crazy. So I did that and wine and like cheesecake. And it was just like, Oh, Oh, it was good. It was good. But it was, it was very, you know, uh, very stressful because I don't, I have a gas grill. I don't have a charcoal grill. So, you know, doing the heating zones, was difficult because I didn't, I couldn't control it with, you know, the charcoal. I had to like heat one side and hope that the other side got to like a perfect temperature. And it was, it was, uh, it was stress. Yeah. That goes along with me needing to cook foods that have more margin for error. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although, um, gold belly, we ordered gold belly for, um, was it my mom's birthday or mother's day? Um, we got her, um, it was like a whole bagel and lox and cream cheese thing from, um, I think from Russ and daughters in New mm. York. Yeah. Um, I know I think it was, it had to have been for mother's day because then I went over there with flowers and like a, to, some tomatoes for her bagels and a giant purple onion for her bagels. So she ate like bagels for breakfast, breakfast for days. She and my dad. 
I think it came with like black and white cookies. One of my favorite restaurants in New York, Katz's Deli, it's been around for over a hundred years. Um, you can get a package from them too, but that's, it's just crazy expensive. And again, I live alone and he's not going to share pastrami with me. So yeah, well, I think the, the thing that's most expensive is the shipping because the meals aren't that expensive when you like for the amount of food that you get. Um, sure. they're not that expensive because oh, I know which, what did I see that I thought was crazy expensive? I think it was one of the pizza ones like Lou Malnati's in Chicago, like mm-hmm. a deep dish pizza or something like that. Um, and obviously it comes frozen, but I think like the pizza itself was like 60 or 80 bucks, just the pizza. And I was like, that can't be how much you pay for a pizza in the restaurant. Like it just seemed, it seemed like crazy. the prices were, yeah, were really high on some of those. No, there was one. Um, I, by the way, I hate Chicago pizza. I, I do hate, too. I don't, I, I hate don't like it. Dish. But <laughs> Detroit style deep dish though. Have you ever heard of Detroit style deep dish? I don't like deep dish. I don't like deep dish either normally, like the big round, like soupy deep dish pizzas. Mm-hmm. But um, Detroit style deep dish pizza is the square pan. It's not, to me, it's deep dish. It's more dough mm-hmm. of the deep dish, whereas Chicago's more like cheese and meat and goo in the middle that mm-hmm. comprises the deep dish. Yeah. But Detroit style is like, um, like little Caesars square pizzas, you know? Okay. Um, th- that's Detroit style. Those it's the deep is comprised of more dough than in the Chicago style. So those I like better, but I mean, I'm a New York style pizza. Uh, girl. Yeah, me too. I give me that like thin crust with like a crisp to it. Like, but a good chew in the middle. Exactly. That's what I yeah. want. But, and I've seen a couple on gold belly again, we're not sponsored by gold belly, by the we're way. We're not, we should be though. Gold yeah, belly. We should. Out, I love gold belly. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, I will, I will promote you so much. Um, <laughs> so they have a couple of like New York pizza places on there that I still want to order from. And they send you like, I think it's like, it probably is like 60 bucks, but you get like four, um, four pizzas frozen, like four frozen pizzas. That's not bad for four pizzas. Yeah. Cause you know, 60 bucks for pizzas. Hell the yeah. one I saw was for one and that's not ridiculous. Crazy. And yeah. Chicago pizza sucks. Um, I said it. I don't care. I don't I like Chicago pizza. The Chicago style hot dogs. Hell yes. <laughs> Chicago style pizza. No, thank you. Um, but you get like four pizzas and you, you know, I'm like, hell yes. I will eat that all four pizzas in one day. Um, no, maybe I'll eat two. I wouldn't but judge you. You can eat all four. That's I know, fine. I know. I love, I love <laughs> your pizza. Um, but yeah, I want to, like, I want to get the pizza and then they have like barbecue that you can get from like, uh, all over they have yeah they have from these like memphis barbecue you can have delivered to your door i know yes i know i'm so like i i'm like okay i'm gonna go broke ordering from gold belly like but they have those they have those like subscription boxes but i don't want that subscription box because i don't want them to send me stuff from where they want to send me from i want to order from where i want to order from oh i didn't know they had subscription boxes. oh yeah they do you could do both like you could either order from where you want to order from or you could get a subscription box hmm and yeah, that I, doesn't sound affordable either. No, it is actually. They, it's like, uh, I think they, they have like different levels. Oh. So it just depends on like what you want. Yeah. Um, I know, yeah, I, I know, but it's, cool. I can't get, it's, it's I can't like, get oh. freaking Phil's barbecue delivered to my house and it's within like 10 miles. You can't order it online. You can't get it delivered. They don't deliver on any freaking platform. It's just, it's crazy, but I can get, you know, Junior's barbecue from Memphis mm-hmm. <laughs> delivered to my door. <laughs> They have um, stuff from uh, Savannah 
And I was like, oh my gosh, I can order from here where I used to eat when I was in Savannah. Oh my gosh. Like I was super excited. Like I can't, Gold Belly is like the most amazing thing that has ever happened to the world, like better than Netflix. That's how I feel about Gold Belly. And I, I mean, that's I, a I bold statement. I know, I know. Better than Netflix. Food. Okay. I, there's just like a couple of restaurants that need to get on Gold Belly, like Wings and Things, for example, needs to get on Gold Belly. Okay. Oh, I can get Wings and Things delivered here. I can't. But I'm saying, and I keep, I keep like trolling them on like Twitter. I'm like, hey, when are you going to get on Gold Belly? When are you going to get on Gold Belly? Like Wings and Things needs to get on Gold Belly. You know who else needs to get on Gold Belly? Hmm. OB Noodle House so that I can get their wings. Like they need to get on Gold Belly. Like there's several restaurants that need to get on Gold Belly so that I can get their food. Like, why don't you just come to San Diego and we can go eat at all of those places? Because we're in a pandemic and you can't. Oh yeah, travel. that's right. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Then they need yeah. to get on Gold Belly. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Kane's, uh, Kane's chicken. What are, they, what are they called? Kane's famous chicken or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They I haven't tried them yet. Belly. They are so good. People so, rave about that sauce. They get like gallon buckets full of, um, the sauce. The Kane's fuck sauce. sauce. It's not about the sauce. It's not about the sauce, okay? We we had them in Reno when when we uh, when we lived in Reno. We ate there. Uh, it's the bread. The bread is oh yeah phenomenal. The chicken's phenomenal. The bread's phenomenal. The little crinkle fries are delicious. It's everything yeah. that they give you together. The lemonade is amazing. Okay, their sweet tea kind of sucks, um, but the lemonade is amazing. Or was it reversed? Was it the sweet tea was really good and the lemonade sucks? No, that's at Chick Fil A. At Chick Fil A, the sweet tea sucks. The lemonade is great. Irrelevant. Those, yeah. That bread, though, from what I've seen, I'm obsessed with lobster rolls, as you know. Yes. And those bread, that bread is what they split and put lobster in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's so delicious. Like, it, it, it's not even about the sauce. Like, who cares I can get lobster from Maine on mm-hmm. Gold Belly. Mm-hmm. Gold Belly, reach out. Seriously, shout out to Gold mm-hmm. Belly. Reach mm-hmm. out to us. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> We're here like, for you. We're here for it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We will do it. That's really funny. But it's, it's, I'm telling you, this is like, I know, you know what, now that I think about it, you might be oh. right because like movies, we can get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Movies I can watch on, on Hulu. I've been like binging on, um, Amazon prime video. So you're right. Cause we can get movies anywhere. So Netflix, mm-hmm. we could have done without, well, no, cause they have some originals that are pretty regardless. Well, and they the paved food, the way. Mm-hmm. The food we can't get from everywhere, like from the other side of the country. So, yes. okay, I'm okay. I'm with you. Okay, I'm, I'm I agree with you. It is better than Netflix yes. as far as humanity goes. <laughs> yeah, and and now I remember how I found Gold Belly. So hmm. when I was looking to find a gift for Frank for his birthday, I was trying to get, I was trying to find a way to get wings and things up to him for his birthday. Oh. So this is what happened. And I was like, okay, how far does Uber Eats go? This is what I was doing. I was like, is there a long distance food delivery service? And this is what I was Googling, right? And then I happened upon Gold Belly. And I was like, is that the is only this? long distance food delivery service? Yes. Hmm. It is. Aren't you glad your only option wasn't um, the Martha Stewart <laughs> food delivery? Fuck that thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Martha Stewart, I love you. Fuck your food box subscription. Um, but, and I found it and I was like, this is amazing. Why have I never heard of this? And I, so it hasn't I'm, been around that long. No, no. Um, and I, I am a member 
Uh, I just haven't, I've ordered that one time and I haven't ordered since then. And I, I feel like I want to order. Some of the things are, are really expensive. And again, it's the shipping and I get it because you have to like, you, you have to overnight it. Like, yeah, it's, it's very, um, I mean, it's crazy. The, the shipping, the shipping that you have to do is really crazy. It's true. Sometimes the shipping is more than the food. It, and it was. To I think, overnight it. I think t- in total um, for the tomahawk steaks and the cheesecake, I think it was somewhere. Well, cause then I oh, got easy. them. Like, Easily 300 bucks. No, no, no. It wasn't that much because I think in total for that, plus his other gifts that I got him, I think I spent around like, to somewhere close to like I don't know maybe two sixty two eighty. Oh, see, um, I was thinking the the steaks and the and the cake would be two hundred bucks. No, it was a really good it was a really good price. Um, let me see. Let's let's see if I can look. It's at my unimportant. Email. It's okay. I know. I just I, nobody I cares. Like to know. I care. <laughs> I want. I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. I want to know. I, all I know, oh, and I got it from Master Purveyors. That's where I got it from. Where are they? They're in New York? Mm-hmm. That was like, like, I would try to get food from all my favorite shop. restaurants in Portland. That's what I would do. You I would, get totally, a, I would pay totally Gold Belly just to do that. <laughs> you can. So they have, like, restaurants from all over. Like, well, all right. Sign me up. I'm in. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was two eighty three ninety five for for all of it. Sorry. I lied. Just the food and the shipping, right? Just the food and the shipping, yeah. Yeah. But still, if it made Francis happy. <laughs> it did. It really did. So the cheesecake was fifty nine ninety five, and then the tomahawk steaks were one seventy nine. Fifty nine ninety five. How much do you think, if you walked into Junior's, how much do you think a cheesecake would be? A whole cheesecake. I mean, I don't live in... Not Google 60 bucks. I know. It but was, I paid for an experience though. That's a thing. Valid, valid. Yeah. And that is worth every penny. Yeah. But I also got 2,840 rewards points on gold belly. That and I once you get 10 million points, you'll get five points, $5 off your order. <laughs> Maybe. Again, shout us out gold belly. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're all about it. <laughs> yeah. I just wrote that down. Cause I'm going to go and see what they have a, uh, yeah, they what food they have from Portland. Yes, yes. And again, sorry about the the little you know tangent that that that, that I started. I think so. Obviously, we're here talking about sheep pan dinners. <laughs> yeah, uh, but parchment paper, the sheep pan things. I like to do those too. Uh, I learned it from somebody posted something on Facebook about these little pouches that you can make with parchment paper, and you like throw some veggies and then chicken on top of the veggies. Throw some olive oil, then you like. Uh, fold it up in a little uh, parchment paper pouch and you toss it on a sheet pan and you throw it in the oven and like I don't know 45 minutes later it's a meal I already forgot how to say it in French I learned it I've learned I learned it previous to this moment and now I can't remember how to say it because I was saying it wrong I thought I thought the word that I knew was in paper but the word that I knew was um like to represent in foil yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, something. <laughs> en papillote. A papillote. <laughs> en papillote. En papillote. My French en is terrible. En papillote. En papillote. <laughs> en papillote. Yeah, okay. So, so hopefully it's the exact same thing. <laughs> en papillote. Um, 
Cause I know that people also will make those packets for, um, you can do them on a grill. You can put everything in a foil packet and throw it in a campfire if you're camping. Um, I think that's how I learned about it from like a, like a, somebody was suggesting camping food or something that you can make over a campfire. I was like, Oh my God, it's genius. You don't even need a little grill. You just like throw the, pe- the foil in and hopefully have a way to take it out of the fire, <laughs> but it cooks in the foil like meat and veg. And why are you making that face? viewers because excuse I'm, me listeners no. she's making a face i know but because i'm thinking like okay you put it in the fire like I, I've, I've seen these too like you you put it in the firewood right like you throw it in the fire like mm-hmm. this pouch mm-hmm. and then you do you, you take it out mm-hmm. but i'm thinking like how do you take it out that's where this was going. I don't know. Get some fucking tongs. Why is that what you're focused on? <laughs> Get a stick and poke it. I don't know. Well, number one, because fire's hot. Valid. And number two, because even if you go with your tongs into the fire, like there's flames because... I can't believe this is what you're focused on. Well, We're here to talk about food. Get on brand. Get on topic. Yeah. My fires get really big. No, because you don't want your food to burn. That's what I'm saying. Like Campfire tongs or like, don't you have like camping utensils like or barbecue utensils? I have some, I have a set of tongs that I got when I got my barbecue and they're like these crazy long tongs. Get a fire retardant... Um, oven mitt and some long ass tongs and pull it out of the fire. Can't believe I'm explaining this to you. But even the long ass tongs have like some plastic on them so you don't burn yourself. Like don't stay in there a long time. What I don't know what you're doing over the campfire cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Roasting marshmallows. <laughs> so the stick that you roast the marshmallows on, poke the foil packet and pull it out of the fire. Okay. And then the foil rips. I can't help you. This is why we don't camp together. <laughs> Do you even camp? Like, I've camped. <laughs> I can't picture you out in the wilderness. Like I've camped. That's a that's a whole other episode altogether. <laughs> We'd have to get my sister on for that episode because just one little snippet of a story. When we were um, on the freeway driving to go camping, this I was probably in junior high. Um, friends of ours were driving past us, and my sister was holding up a note in the window that said, "Help! These are not my parents." <laughs> And that was like in the late 80s where like, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, oh my God, how many people saw this sign? <laughs> yeah, we'll have to, I have camped. So yeah, bottom line, yes, I have camped before. And lately I've been feeling the camping feeling again. Like I want to go camping. I want to, I want to fish and I want to, okay, let me. I can't picture you fishing. I'm sorry. Let me clarify. I would like to catch a fish. Oh, okay. I would like to eat a fish. Okay. I don't want to do anything involved in the middle. I'll cook a fish. I don't want to defish it. I don't want to pull out all its innards. I don't want to do any of that gross stuff with the fish, but I would like to catch a fish. Okay. And then I would like to enjoy cooking and eating the fish, but somebody else will have to handle what happens in between. Okay. So then here's what we'll do. When you come up to visit me in mm-hmm. Washington, when mm-hmm. stuff is finally safe yes. um, and warmer, definitely warmer. Um, I have a discover pass, which is a pass to use any of the state parks Oh, and they have very nice camping grounds. Uh, we will go camping you and I, because oh my uh, God, two cookies camping. <laughs> no, it'll be fun. Um, maybe even my mom will come cause she wants to go camping too. Um, so we will go camping. Okay. And will you defish the fish that I catch? 
No. What I was going to say is uh, we will go fishing. Okay. You will catch a fish. Okay. We will release the fish. And then okay. we will have a pre-cut nice chunk of whatever kind of fish you want that we will cook. Okay. Because the thing is, is I am not about, um, uh, even though I'm not a vegetarian, I'm not a vegan, uh, I love meat. I don't want to see the killing of the animal. You don't you know? want to see how the sausage is made. Exactly. When it I comes w- to catching fish. I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to either. Yeah. But okay. Okay. So we will do that or, you know, we will find a nice uh, wilderness man, which Washington has plenty of to uh, do that with the said fish. He'll be wearing boots and a flannel and be bearded and be completely oh, yes. hot and available. Yes. I'm, I'm in. Yes. Sign me up. This is a plan. <laughs> yeah. And I will say, this is my cookie. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. I just got a fish. <laughs> Can you help her? <laughs> she has no idea what to do. And we'll take foil to make these little pouches. To a papillote. <laughs> or whatever it was. And papillote. <laughs> Yes. Oh, see, then we can make all of these things in foil packets. We just have to do a lot of research about how to get the foil packets out of the fire. Yes. Yes. I'll take my long barbecue tongs. And a fire retardant um, (laughs) oven mitt. (laughs) No, I'm going to make you take it out of the fire since you have got it covered. Fine. And then I'll take it out of the fire. I'm going to catch the fish. Then I'm going to cook the fish. Then I'm going to take the fish out of the fire. I'm going to handle fish. Yeah. You, You do all the fish stuff. That would be fun. I will make um, packets with chunks of beef and potato and carrot and celery, like a beef, like a beef stew packet almost, but without the stew. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like all that. That sounds delicious. Yeah. We're going to turn into mountain men up there. We're going to be self-sufficient. We can live off grid. Look at that. We caught a fish. We made food and foil on fire. Like yeah. we're obviously, we probably can't even make a fire. <laughs> uh, incorrect. I can make a fire. Can you? Yes. Like a legit, like, um, like, like Girl Scout campfire. Yeah. Wow. Were you a Girl Scout? Uh, I was, I was a brownie. Oh my God. I love it. Yeah. I bought a fuck. Excuse me. I bought a six pack of Ghirardelli <laughs> brownie mix. <laughs> you know, you talk about that. I'm craving one of those like yellow cakes with chocolate frosting. Like, I think I want to bake one today. I think you should. And then I think you should gold belly it down to me. <laughs> Shipping's going to cost you a lot. <laughs> like the cake costs three ninety five to make, but it's going to cost you $150. Yeah. To sh- or I could just send you the mix and you can make it. <laughs> Valid. Okay. That, now there's a plan. Sarah, do you have any final thoughts on um, one pan or one Pyrex dinners? <laughs> My one Pyrex dinners. <laughs> um, let me think. I, I know we got really crazy off topic today, but because food is just so delicious. Uh, I think that uh, they are just very convenient, especially for me. Um, I do love to cook, but I tend to get really lazy um, at the end of the day. And so for me, if to you're be making able, food fresh, that's not lazy. I guess that's like, true. If you're making anything, if you're making anything and not just like opening a can, even if you're, if it's just opening some cans and boxes, like if you're making food, that's not lazy. I, you know, I never looked at it like that, that thank you for saying that. Cause I never looked at it like that. And I, I rarely make something out of a can these days. And so for me being able to throw it like in one pan, um, makes me feel like I'm being lazy or that it's simple. So, 
um, I, I like that luxury to be able Turn to that around. Throw it on one. Just perfectly simplistic. Like it's yeah. food, you know? Yeah. No, that's but, not lazy. Well, thank you for saying that because I, I did feel like I was being lazy, but now I know I'm not. Um, nope. But it, it does. And, and I like, I, I do like the simplicity of it to be able to put like the fresh veggies and the, you know, some kind of meat like chicken. Um, I, I do, I, I have really enjoyed um, cooking with Brussels sprouts lately. Love Brussels and, sprouts. Um, I will throw them on a sheet pan with some bacon and balsamic vinaigrette. No, mm-hmm. that's a lie. Balsamic vinegar, not vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. Vinegar, yeah, a little salt and pepper, and then throw that on there and with some, you know, chicken or whatever on the other side. And just, you know, that's a meal. I love how it's like a choose your own adventure. Choose a meat from this list. Yes. Choose a vegetable from this list. Choose a starch from this list. Whack it all in the oven together and it's dinner. I can't believe you call that lazy. For me, it feels lazy because I've done like these crazy, I mean, I've done these crazy things where like I've made, and I I keep going back to the beef Wellingtons, but that was hard. That was something that was like so time consuming. But that's a special occasion. Who has time to make freaking mini beef Wellingtons on the daily? Chicken <laughs> dinners are not lazy. They are smart. You're a culinary genius. Okay. So let's just turn Thank that you. attitude Thank around. You. <laughs> you know, they were, uh, and I wanted to say, I wanted to talk about this and I totally forgot, but they um, were promoting Thanksgiving sheep hand dinners for the pandemic, like it was like a Thanksgiving for two where you just had like a turkey drumstick mm-hmm. and like, um, like sweet potato, baked potatoes and like other stuff like on one sheet pan. And that was your like Thanksgiving meal. I love that. A lot of single people, I follow a lot of food, like culinary pages and different things on social media. And, um, so a lot of people, actually one of the ones I follow, which I love, and I showed my sheet pan dinner to, um, it's called, um, we're stoned and this is cooking. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes people will post like the really just whacked out things that they come up with when they're stoned. But then other times, like somebody will be proud of something that they made. Like one day my toast looked like a bird. So I post, I'm like, am I high? Or does this toast like a bird look like a bird? And people are like, no, it totally does. And other people are like, girl, you're high, like get off the toast. <laughs> But I showed them my sheep pan dinner and um, they loved it. They, most people praised it, but the, um, a lot of those pages were giving suggestions because people are like, I'm, you know, I'm alone for the first time during Thanksgiving. What can I make? And people are like, oh, make a small chicken or a Cornish game hen, like have the other things, just like single portions of fixings. And I'm just like, oh my God, like these people are genius. These people are culinary geniuses. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I did that one year with, um, when we were in Reno, it was just Frank and I, and I made like a small chicken instead of making a turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Who needs to make a whole freaking turkey? It's a pain in the ass. It is. I love just roasting a chicken. We're off topic again. I know. Oh, that. no. So my girlfriend that I explained sheep pan dinners to, she was like, yeah, I love roasting vegetables, but I never thought to throw meat on there too. And I was like, yeah, and like literally any cut of chicken or a whole chicken or a steak, or I've done sausage and peppers and, you know, onions and other stuff just on the sheep pan. And I don't always make the little chicken barricade. Like sometimes I'll just throw it on there altogether. Yeah. The I chicken fork. The, sausage. the chicken fork. I don't always make the chicken fork. <laughs> I like that. That little chicken. That was, it was great. I, I, I looked at it and I was like, what is she make a chicken fork for? Like, that's crazy. I thought you of all people would be like, yeah, I keep know. that I, food separated. Well, I, I, I mean, yeah, it's a good idea, but then like none of the flavor gets into the veggies. I mean, I get it. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to do it again and I'm going to do it 
without the chicken for it. And I'm going to, I'm going to see how it turns out. But then I get afraid. I, I'm the one that gets afraid that, you know, the, the juice is going to spill over the top. If your chicken makes that much juice, like, I, and I know it doesn't, those are some GMO fucking chickens. If your chicken fills up your, your nine by 13 pan. No, I'm not afraid of the, I'm not afraid of the, of the, of the like 13 by nine. I'm afraid of like the, the little cookie sheets that I use for the sheet or the sheet pan. Oh, they're not, oh. they're not very deep. And so I get afraid that the, that the juice okay, that's a little bit more over. valid. Okay. I get that. Yeah. That makes more sense. But, um, yeah, I still don't think they're going to give up. And for some reason, like I have this one sheet pan in particular. Actually, I think there's two of them that they're not very heavy. I must have like gotten like a cheap sheet pan or something. But when it gets too hot, it warps. Yeah, and it goes like, Dunk! yeah. And, and so then I'm like, the juice is definitely going to spill yeah. over now. So I, I okay, now these are all valid concerns, and I will um, be using Pyrex the next time I make a sheet pan. Dinner. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I guess, and again, it depends on the meat. Like if I'm yeah. making ribs. Uh, like on one side, I will, you know, I'm, I'm less afraid. I've never afraid. done it with ribs. I, I do it all the time. I, I make a lot of um, the I act like I've made ribs so many times. I've done it like twice. I do a lot of the uh, pork country shoulder ribs, the boneless ones, because they're oh. super, whenever they're on sale, I buy a bunch and I just freeze them in little um, like sets of like three or four because they're so big and meaty. Yeah. They're like, they're like that big with like meat. It's just pure meat. And they're like that big. And so like three will feed us. Cause like Frank will have two and I'll have one um, for dinner. You make that on the pan. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. Because I don't, I think here I don't make ribs the way I used to or like I would boil them in beer and then, uh, you know, and then grill them. Uh, I do that. Like I'll do that in the summer, but when it's winter time, I'll just, you know, cook them in the oven. Yeah. On a sheet pan. It's good stuff. It is. It's delicious. Yeah. Now I'm like ready. What am I going to have for dinner? (laughs) I ate breakfast. I ate a snack. Now I'm ready for dinner. (laughs) I know. I think we're eating leftover lasagna. Um, All right. Well, this has been our, our one pan dinner episode. Yeah. One pan sheet pan. (laughs) One pan sheet pan. Pirates pan. (laughs) (laughs) It will be labeled accordingly. (laughs) And and payette. What was it? And payette. (laughs) A papillote. I don't oh, know. I, can't say that. <laughs> I don't remember papillote. what it was. <laughs> I don't know why I have to make that face. It's my French face. <laughs> Your French face? Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> A papillote. <laughs> Told you, the only French I know is Oué la banque. Do it again. Oué la banque. I bet that comes in handy. <laughs> Je m'appelle Sarah. Où est la See, that's my. That's that's the extent of my that's French. A, that's hilarious. All right. Well, See, I can say where is pretty much where is anything now. Whatever I know the word for. I can order drinks at the bar in many different languages. <laughs> yeah, my goal is to learn to say where is the bank in many languages. <laughs> International bank thief. There you go. <laughs> She just kept walking around saying, where's the bank in different languages? She must be a thief. But she kept saying her name. She kept saying her name. She kept saying, hello, my name is Sarah. Where's the bank? We thought she needed help. (laughs) Ma'am, did you escape from somewhere? (laughs) Je m'appelle Sarah. Blah, 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 bank. Où est la banque? 
my God, that's so funny. <laughs> ¿Dónde está el banco? <laughs> I don't know how you say bank in Hebrew, but I know where is that. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, stay tuned for our international languages episode. <laughs> yes. Where we teach you how to say, where is the bank? In eight languages. <sighs> Just kidding. Don't look out for that episode. <laughs> no, no, please do. Please do. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm crying. That's so oh. funny. <laughs> I'm totally leaving this in. <laughs> That's our tagline. Conversations about food over food. Where's the bank? <laughs> Yes, that's great. Oh man, I can't. I'm crying. Je ne peux pas Oh man, oh, I, I'm glad that 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 makes you laugh. <laughs> my attempt to be multilingual. <laughs> multilingual. She knows three French words. Yeah. Oh my god, I love it. Oh, oh my god, Jay. Okay, anyways. Yes. <laughs> anyways, oh. in conclusion. Oh, my head this has been so conversations about banks over food. Until <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 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 next time. I'm Rachel from All of Rachie. Oh, I'm Sarah. <laughs> Until next time, happy <laughs> eating. Where's the bank? Ouella <laughs> <laughs> bank. Ouella bank. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Oh my god. <laughs>